Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home repair. Today we have a client story. What happened? So a client that bought a new house and uh, first night going to take a shower. So they go upstairs and they take a shower and they come downstairs and they find water leaking down the, the, the wall from a window or it, you know, looks like it could be from the window, mm-hmm. uh, ceilings wet and they're just, ceilings wet. So they're just absolutely mortified. And they're so this not, is new built home. Not no, only just new, no, this just is new to them. New to them. Okay. Right. So built in, I don't know when, um, but 60s, an older, yeah, but an older home. Yeah. Um, so their question is like, who do I call? Who's responsible? What, what do I have any recourse? You know, recourse who, with whom? The previous owners? Sure. Well, there's okay. Huh. So, so there's because oh, the, of disclosure. You got the dis- disclosure tape statement on the the real estate paperwork that you're putting together, right? And 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 it didn't seem to be that this was anything that would just kind of you know all of a sudden appear. Well, right? but leaks do just appear sometimes. Isn't that a little coincidental, though? Just, you're you're talking like within the first month that they're they're closing. No, this was this was first time they ever took a shower in the house. Oh, but they had so, an inspection. They did have an inspection, and which I know is limited to a certain extent, right? Because when you have an inspection, there is. You know, there are good inspectors. There are great inspectors. Right, right. That take, you know, three or four hours. And then there's other inspectors that will come in and, you know, they'll be in and out in an hour. And um, they'll give you a little bit of what's going on. Um, They'll give you the report and then they walk away. And then there's the other inspectors that will spend, you know, half a day working on it. and they'll do things like they'll fill up the bathtub to find out if the drain's leaking. Um, they'll actually go up onto the roof. They will go into the attic crawl space. They'll go into the crawl space below the floors. Right. Um, and they will just really do an incredibly thorough job. I really like the ones that actually turn things on. Yes. Right. right. I mean, they flip switches. They run test water, outlets. Like in, yeah. They run water. Um and they discover stuff, right? You you get this 35-page report mm-hmm. that goes through and shows you, it's like, okay, this is maintenance that you need to be thinking about, and these are issues that you really need to, to, to fix, mm-hmm. or these are things you might want to, you know, put on your put in your budget to fix next year. Or um, here could be deal breakers. Exactly, right. And you, as the homeowner buying that house, mm. has to go through and has to read that report. Right. You can't expect your real estate agent to do it for you. Right. Okay. Um, and the, when I went through... Um, Would an agent not, though? I mean... It depends. Again, okay. you can have really good real estate agents, and you can have that are just kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. Right? Are they going to pour over every page of it? Who knows? Right, right, you, right. You just don't know. But you've got to read it. 
And maybe there was something, maybe there was some discoloration in the ceiling that they hadn't seen. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, but you know, you just don't, you just don't know. And did, did the prior owners know? Did they not know? So now we've got this damage mm-hmm. and what do we do about it? Um, one, first I'd check the disclosure statement on your real estate papers to make sure that they didn't check that. Yes, but it didn't get called out. Right. Um, and thus the burden's on you. It's like they had disclosed that there could be. Right. If that's the case. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I'm thinking about doing that with my office building, you know, and my water issue in the basement. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but there's, uh, then, then you get into, okay, how much, how much of this will homeowners insurance cover and Mm -hmm. will it, Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, what about home warranty? Will home warranty cover some of that? A home warranty usually comes with new built homes, correct? Oh, you can get it on pre-built. I have home warranty, but you have on to put it rental. on yourself. You, yeah, that, that's something you do. That's not something that's offered as a making the purchase more attractive on the right. Right. Side. This was something that I did because it's a it's a rental and it's forty five minutes away from home. And if I get a call on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, I just have to make one phone call. And they'll have an electrician go out. They'll have a plumber go out. Um, even if it's appliances, mm-hmm. um, those are covered. And it's just a great, uh, great peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recommend, I, I really recommend home warranties. It's just like, okay, my refrigerator is out. So it's going to be covered, which is great. What kind of cost is that? I think I pay about $50 a month okay. for it. Um, and like you say, for a rental, it's a no-brainer. Right, right. Um, and I have uh, the original furnace in that house, so I know. And the house was built in 77. So is it like life insurance that they're going to come and assess the house and that's what they're going to base your rate on? No, they didn't. It is just, it's that's a insane. fixed, it's a fixed Like by price. square foot or whatever. Right, right. Um, yeah, they, they didn't ask me anything about the That's age nuts. of the appliances or anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, this is, you know, filled out the form and this is what it is. And there you go. Shoo. I mean, some people could really cash in on that. You know, you buy this older home from from an older couple that you know built the house back in 1947 and it's got original furnace and appliances and everything and you buy it and then you put but it may not work that way but right, <laughs> right, right, you know, right. in but my it, head it should but very interesting thing to consider right to think about yes yeah. yes yeah. um and just that again i'm all about you know low maintenance peace of mind yes yeah yeah, yeah. so that you, if i get a call and my hot water tank is on the fritz, then they'll come out and, and replace Take it. Take care of it. Yep. Cool. Yeah. All right. So first, the this, back to our your client's yes. situation. Yes, client. Client. So will insurance cover it? Mm-hmm. And I was doing a little bit of research on this before, before coming over here today. And what insurance will cover is if um, it's a burst pipe, so it's it's like this instantaneous acute mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. If it was um, something that it was a slow leak that was never taken care of, 
and has caused this damage, um, homeowners insurance won't cover it. It'd be interesting to know where, where that line is. You know, if it was a small leak, but there was no way you could know about it. Right. You right. know, right. they can't count that. I mean, it wasn't negligence on right. your side of not taking care of a small right. thing be- before it became a big thing. Yeah, and I, I would Which think I understand that. that. Yeah, yeah, I would think that would be all up to um, the adjusters. The adjuster, yeah. Right? And, and what they feel is, like if you had, it was a slow leak, but then you have... And you didn't know it, like old water, right? But you, or you've lines. got you know moldy caulk around your tub, right? That would be an indication that you had you know water, some type of some kind some kind of leakage from behind there, right? Because mm-hmm. of the mildew. Mm-hmm. And like, huh? That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so if it's a burst pipe, they'll fix it. If it's a a, a backup. Like your sewer backs up, mm-hmm. apparently insurance won't cover it. Well, because they want to probably toss it t- to the city or something, a problem there. Yeah, something possible. Yeah. Well, so the, and the, your home warranty would. Well, the, let's not make blank, blanket statements. I think what oh, the it's so fun to do. That, I think though. what the takeaway is is really know what your homeowner's insurance will and will not cover to this level of detail. Right. Um, and if you are looking into a warranty, how does that actually really work? Don't take it on, you know, our experiences, really talk to your broker and understand what you're paying for so that when you see something like um, the mildew or that, right. it is a response. You have to hop mm-hmm. on problems because it may become bigger situation and nobody else is going to pay for it. Right, right. You know. Was that our disclaimer statement that you just made? Yes, it was because you <laughs> we were making a lot of claims. We are not insurance brokers or know anything about insurance. Well, and there's all kinds of insurance policies. Like if you sure, wanted you to can have do added broader, coverage, right? Right. So whatever. So just be cognizant of that mm-hmm. and proactive, right? And really understanding that rather than just saying, "Well, yeah, I have homeowners." I was like, "Well, what does your homeowners cover?" Because right. some homeowners uh, policies are pretty impressive. Right, that and it's your stuff that's even covered when it's away from the home. You know, like in, right. Uh, I had that where my kids' instruments and my stuff kids' and, stuff got stolen out of the car. Right, and right. homeowners insurance covered it. Yeah, which yeah. I thought was amazing. Yeah, so just Holy be aware cow. of those perks and pitfalls. Right, right. Perks and pitfalls. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an episode. That sounds like an episode yeah. title. Yeah. So, um, so did they look into that? Not yet. Okay. They're they're still it's, it's still a, it's still a work in progress. You know, it's kind of kind of getting over the you know tears and and just like really, really I mean, first home, it's a new right? house. Yeah. Right. And and now it's like what what's it going to cover? And people you know, told us not to rent that it was silly to rent right. anymore. Get into the game. Get right. Some and equity. how much how much of the bathroom reno are is it actually going to cover? You know, will mm-hmm. it cover the new shower pan or is it just going to cover the install of the shower pan? No. You're talking about insurance again? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and those, those kind of things. So and how extensive is the damage? Have, have you been in on the project yet mm-hmm. or this is just a... No, just, just, just found out about it and um, just kind of at that, at that panic kind of, oh my word, what do we do? 
So don't use that bathroom. Did the leak start when they tried to take a shower? So right. it's obviously I'm assuming something it's coming the- from the drain line. It's because it 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 wasn't there prior, which means like just sitting there. There's right. not some leak happening. Right. It was. It was. Um, when they actually ran the shower. So that's telling me that it was the drain. Instead Why would the water of, come so high? What do you mean come so high? No, no, no. It was upstairs. Shower was right above. Sorry, yes. Yeah, shower was right above. And the leak apparent is down on is the floor below. Is down below, right, right. And it looked like it could have been the window, but then mm. looking further, it's like, mm, no, that's not it. So, um, so it could be just a separated drain pipe. It could be, but that's hard to see as well because you have to... You'd have to take um, something up. Yeah, something's got something's to get torn apart. you got to have a hole in the ceiling to look at the drain from the shower um, or something like that. So, so it's kind of, kind of hard to assess. So kind of our, uh, to harken back to an earlier episode, could you use some of those newfangled stud finders to see where that pipe is in case you did want to just take a piece of the ceiling out? Um... I'm not sure if the newfangled stud would would find the plastic pipe. Oh, right. Because it's it's most likely going to be ABS. Okay. And so, um, but that would be that would be interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, that's going to take you know twelve by twelve piece of drywall that you're going to have to cut out of the ceiling. Hopefully, you're pretty close to right on, so it's right below the drain. And then, well, what's your suggestion then? You you'd think it'd be easier to pull up the the pan, the shower pan? No. Mm-mm. No, I would think it'd be much easier to, to cut a hole. In the ceiling. In the ceiling, because then you could possibly reseat that shower drain. Right. Um, and if you can't do that, um, you may be able to repair it from down below. So you have, you know, a 12 by 12 or a two foot by two foot piece of drywall that you've cut out and you've opened it up enough that you could actually do the repairs. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. It seems like Possibly. a big thing, a big separation thing if they noticed it right away, you know, as opposed yeah. to a slight leak or it right. wasn't or quite seated. It's just a kind of a drip, drip, and then you just start noticing that you can see the tape in your drywall right. and it just gets a little bit worse over time. Right. Um, those, I think, are the those So are the have worst. you inspected it yet? No. Huh? Okay. No. It'll be interesting to see if you see previous damage. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. older damage. Because there. you know, when they bought the house, right? You've got all new paint and all this kind of stuff, and so, well, like you said, if that inspector would have turned on on that water and used that drain, if it happened that quickly for them, right, it, it should have happened that quickly happened. for the inspector. Right. Right. So, yeah, good inspectors. They are worth their money. Oh, they so are. They so are. And ask around. Definitely yes. ask around. Get a referral for sure. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if your real estate agent is going to be the best one to ask because the real estate agent doesn't want a lot of problems coming up in an inspection. Well, I would say you got a lousy real estate agent if they're protective of, of that at all. You think? I do. You don't think that you don't think I that think somebody who's there? going to be in the business for a long time because real estate agents are counting on you buying more than one home in your life. And once you have a good experience with your real estate agent, you are going to go back to them. And then even if you go and get a commercial or a rental unit, you're going to use that real estate agent because it just takes, there's this huge amount of trust. Mm -hmm. And so what I've, when I've talked to real estate agents, that is the most important because they're probably going to find some home for that person. 
you know, they're oh, going to so. find some home. Right. Yeah. So they want it to be the best experience that they've ever had in their lives. Oh my gosh, they found the most perfect building mm-hmm. for me, but now I have two kids. We need a bigger house. They're going to find the most perfect for me again. So I do think they're a good referral if, if they're a good agent. And like you say, talk to the now knowing this, they should ask and say, what are you going to check, inspector? I mean, you can interview an inspector. Right. Follow them around. I, I love following Absolutely them around. Absolutely. Follow yeah. them around. Don't just, don't just, you know, know that they're going to be at your potentially new house at two o'clock and you, and, and you, you get a call at three fifteen saying, oh yeah, they're done. You've never met them. You've never even seen what they went and looked at. Yeah, exactly. Definitely go there and meet them and, and walk around and ask questions. Especially and if it, you don't know a lot about a house because you can right. learn so much. Oh, my word, yes. Our inspector can. for one of our commercial properties said, um, and they usually don't do this, they said, you should not buy this home. <gasps> really? They said, yeah, this I is going to, don't do that. It, it's going to fall into the ground. Wow. If that's your intention, mm-hmm. if you want it just for the land, even eventually. Right. Like she said, you could you know, run this for a while, but it wouldn't be worth any money to repair. And at any moment, this is going to break and your house is going to fall into this pretend foundation that they have. Wow. It was pretty, wow. I mean, saved us, saved us a Couple lot. Couple dollars. Couple dollars. Wow. But she's lovely to walk around because, you know, like you say, they, they know a lot about homes. Mm-hmm. You So um, I think that's another thing that I would encourage you to look for when you're looking for an inspector if they're open to sharing their knowledge and saying here's why this is a problem Mm -hmm. here's why this is a problem Mm -hmm. and you know not interrupt their work to have uh you know a class by any means but while they're working on something you can say uh they say oh this isn't grounded you could say is that a problem well here's a problem it's not to code Mm -hmm. or it's not a problem but it's not to code Mm -hmm. just so you know how much of your house is uh up to code or not. Right. You know, right. things like that. Yeah. I yeah. love inspectors. I think they're the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is it's fun. I taught I taught a couple of classes in an inspection series. Mm-hmm. Not that I was qualified in any way. <laughs> but I was stepping That's in. Comforting. <laughs> I was stepping in for somebody and and I knew enough that I was able to, you know, teach this segment of it. Oh right. Um, but uh it was it was fascinating how much Oh my word, they know so much. Yes. So much. I mean, every system. Every right? system and plumbing and electrical and drywall and framing and in foundation. I mean, they know so much. And the codes. Right. It's one thing to know mm-hmm. how it works, but how is that now? Right. Right. What, what do you need to do that crazy. now? And what I think it's also nice with a great inspector or a real estate agent that interfaces with them for you is, is saying, hey, they want to do this with it. Mm-hmm. And so there can be also some context to what they're looking at to say, oh, they're thinking of building out a, they're building a, want to build a dadu or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. And they can say, well, this is what you're, you know, here are some major barriers to that. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, that's an interesting idea. I mean, you may mm-hmm. or may not get that information, but it's kind of interesting for them to say, well, how big a dad do to, or addition do you want to put in? And right. they can say, well, your setback to your alley here has to be this much. And so then you get, even get that information mm-hmm. to say, oh, actually, I can't put more than a little shed here. Right. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're great. Very good. Very good. Um, so, Inspector, 
insurance, knowing what it covers, mm-hmm. whether it's um, structural or the property part of it, is your property covered? Meaning your clothing and your TV and your jewelry, um, right, and things like that. Knowing knowing those parts of it, um, and then um, there's also something in your insurance that you need to know as well, because if you get displaced. Right. If your house has been flooded by these pipes. Right. And you can't stay there. Do you have that coverage in your insurance um, to get a hotel room or um, what do they call it? Additional living expenses. Mm. A.L.E. coverage. And it's going to pay for your food and and all that kind of stuff. Some some carry it. Some don't. Hmm. Yeah. So I recommend reading through that that um, your insurance policy and your broker and don't go for the cheapest necessarily. Um, or add stuff on. Right. You know, that, like, like flood insurance. Yeah. That's a huge one. And, oh, what I found out as I was researching this stuff today, that didn't even dawn on me, right? There's a flood insurance. Everybody's flood insurance, flood insurance. Um, but FEMA has a map that you can actually look at and and find out if your piece of property is actually rated in that flood zone, like flood a, area. Like one of the ratings is it's a one to 10. See that? I don't know. Yeah, I just know there's a map. There's two, there's maps that, and there's two measurements. One is a FEMA and one I think is more, um, I want to say neurological, I mean, uh, meteorological. Oh, okay. And so it's... Um, but they're interesting. Yeah, you can. It's just like going to your. I think King County may be have had have added it to their um, like parcel, parcel viewer. viewer. Okay, and so you can put in that and that that and and they warn you. They say because of elevations and and weirdnesses and water tables, two neighbors down may have a very different flood rating than you uh-huh. have, and so they're putting that on listings now, real estate listings. That's fascinating. And then Did if they, you click on that, then you can go to the map mm-hmm. and get some definition on it. Now I know yours is not in a flood zone. There can't be a zero, so... There cannot be a zero? There cannot be a zero, so oh, okay. I guess it, it starts at one, so one is obviously very uh, rare and probably not, and then if you go next to big lakes or rivers or the ocean, mm-hmm. if you if you have beach property, you know... It goes way high, Eight, depending nine, on ten. what you're sitting on and right. and what. And I think the prevalence of this is, um, and and the fact that it is now on all house listings is is climate change, because they're right because that rating is going to change. You know, over sure. the next ten to fifteen years, sure. your flood rating is going to go up, mm-hmm. depending on where. Do you want do you want to know what the what caused the flooding? This is from Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. So, I, no. it was a from the field update. Uh Amy right. Works's new building's basement, 6 inches of water and then clean water coming out of a crack in the wall or something? Just tiny little, tiny there, little yes. Tiny little little um, stream. What was it? It was a rise in the water table. So this shit is real, man. Right. Our our water table is pretty darn high considering that where that sump is and where the actual level of the ground is, there's probably only about three or four foot difference. And, um, yes. And it's still dripping. Not surprised. Still dripping. I don't know how many times that basement's been flooded. Not as bad as it was 
the first time. Yeah. Because we're we're on it. We we're, we're all over it. <laughs> but um yeah, we've we've had to adjust the sump pump and change the piping and all this kind of stuff so that it you know. And I think that's an interesting thing to think about again as you're looking to purchase a home and uh oh, we'll finish this basement. It can't always be the plan. Basements if they're no. not finished they weren't meant to be finished. And there's lots of Sometimes, things you have to yeah. do yeah. to make them be able to be finished. Uh, right. You know, certainly if it's a, a, a really nice finished job, they were sellers. Yes. They were just supposed to have seller stuff. I, in I don't think they call anything sellers out here other than I wine don't sellers. That. No. Oh, really? No. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, have you ever heard anybody out here on the West Coast? I think, well, other than wine cellars. I was um, chalking that up to everybody thinks that their basement is additional square footage of their home. And they should never think about that like that. Because every house I grew up in where they were cellars. You put your preserves down there. Mm -hmm. When you canned your preserves, that's what you Mm -hmm. put down there. That's where your second freezer was and all that kind of good stuff. Right, right. But especially... place like the Pacific Northwest where there are some, you're in Georgetown, that's way down. I think you're even close. Are you even under sea level? Uh, You know, that would be interesting because that's the flats. It is the flats. That's the Duwamish Flats. really close to the Duwamish River. (gasps) Hadn't thought about that. I bet you're under the sea level. I bet you that's not a water table. I got the river coming in my basement. Yeah, you do. You need a a (laughs) seawall. Yeah, right, right. And so there might, maybe there's some place on the you know the Duwamish where that seawall has been compromised. Maybe even who knows what's happening. Anyway, so know about the land around your house, the history of the land right. around your house, and think right. about a little bit about a climate change. Yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, okay, so want to talk about anything else here? The the insurance or home warranty? Or... I think we got a, good takeaways on that. I think. Okay. Well, let me just run down uh, because so where are you going to first approach? How are you going to approach fixing it? Well, we've got the easy part, and and that's just you know we open up the the ceiling and run Assess. the water, run the water, and and I'm assuming it's not going to be that difficult to figure this out. Yeah, I think it's going to pour down. Right, and and it's either going to come from I'd say wear a hat. Right, it's either going to come from the drain, or um, it could be there's a cracked shower pan or something like that. So if we can't just fix the drain, right, it's not that obvious. Then you know we're going to have to rip it out and start all over again. Um, but that's the easy part. of the 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 hard part is for them to figure out. Sure. It's like I mean they've just paid everything that they had into this house and now they've got, you know, a $10,000 repair that they need to look in, into doing. And it's just, That's rough. It, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Uh, so yeah, well, I, I mean, I will give them as much advice as I can that I know of, but we'll get it fixed for them. Keep, mm-hmm. keep us up to date on that. That'll be interesting. Right, we'll I think of um, good lessons learned, unfortunately. Right. All right. If you have any questions, if you have any uh, comments, on anything that we talked about or any experiences, please send a message to us at askamy at amyworks.com. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me this podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. 
Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.